The college football playoff will at some point expand, and I'm going to tell you why that is very good news for Penn State. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. When you're done with this episode of the Locked On Nittany Lions Podcast, make sure you follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, also contributor to AthlonSports.com. And of course, I am the host here of Locked on Nittany Lions, welcoming you into another episode. We just got done wrapping up our look at five key offensive players for Penn State in 2021. If you've missed any of those, go back and listen to the podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And of course, we will be taking a look at some of the key defensive players coming up probably starting next week. But I do want to dive into the college football playoff expansion conversation today because we haven't had a chance to do that on the podcast just yet. And it is a topic I am very much in favor of discussing at every available opportunity. So we are going to do that with a little bit of a deep dive into the latest proposal for a 12-team playoff where Penn State fits into that picture. And I'm going to flat out tell you whether or not I like this current proposal that is being reviewed coming up later in this podcast. Of course, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you think about the college football playoff expansion model that is being reviewed. The best way to do that is connect with us on our social media platforms. We're available on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram and we're on Twitch, all using the username LockedOnNittany. So it's Twitter.com slash LockedOnNittany, Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. You can catch us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany and over on Twitch at Twitch.com tv slash locked on nittany and of course i want to make sure you never miss a single episode so make sure you're following this podcast on the odyssey app which is where i get all my podcasts and radio stations there's a great mix of everything you're looking for right on the odyssey app make sure you download it on your phone take it with you on the go in the car it doesn't matter where you need to listen to your podcast or your music you're going to get it right through the odyssey app but of course if you listen to us on any of the other podcasting platforms that are out there including apple Podcasts and spotify we hope that you will not only follow us but leave us a five-star rating leave us a five-star review we genuinely appreciate all feedback we get from you guys and of course we want to pay it forward with you guys so if you leave us a five-star review take a screenshot of it tweet it to us on our twitter account make sure we know about it so we can see what you have to say and of course we're going to give you a shout out as well come back for friday's episode we're going to have our first official five-star friday podcast for realist time we're going to go through all the five-star reviews we've received recently and hopefully you're going to be a part of that and of course we will share our appreciation for all the support you have given us but let's talk about the college football playoff because if you know me you know that i am a big fan of the idea of expanding the college football playoff ever since the four-team college football playoff was first announced i said right from the beginning that It's only going to be a matter of time before this thing expands. And my stance has long been that college football playoff expansion is inevitable. Okay, if you look at the history of sports, take a look at every playoff bracket that is out there. Every playoff system that I can think of has been expanded at one point or another. Even Major League Baseball, the first one that I remember actually watching expand as a fan, went from having two divisions, two division champions, playing for the conference championship, or the the league pennant, I should say, for a chance to be in the World Series. So you had four teams in Major League Baseball for years 
competing in a playoff format. Now you take a look at it. You've got a wild card. You've got a one-game wild card playing game, whatever the case may be. The NCAA tournament has expanded numerous times over the years. Now we've got 68 teams. Uh, remember when they expanded to 65, adding in that little play-in game? That was pretty cool. And then they realized, oh, wait, you know what? We can make some more money off of this. So let's add a few more teams into the mix. Now we've got a 68-team tournament. And, of course, every playoff field is out there expanding at some point or another. Whether or not you're expanding the total number of uh, teams that are in games or in the playoffs, you're probably expanding the games. That's what the NBA did. Remember, the first round used to be a best of five. Now it's a best of seven, just like every other playoff round. Uh, so th this is something that was a long time coming. But I always felt, though, that uh, expansion topics were going to be conversed and discussed for various lengths but it wasn't going to be until we get to the end of the media rights agreement that is currently in place where you will see the real movement begin and we're getting closer and closer to that changing point where the the next media negotiations are going to be up for the next contract for the college football playoff and what better way to entice buyers than adding revenue or adding product to your inventory so yeah college football playoff it's going to expand the question is you know how far do you expand it now i'll say later and i'll kind of go into this once again that i've always been in favor of an 18 playoff because i feel like it's more logical i think it makes more sense and i think it actually adds value to your regular season but the review that's being done right now is on a 12 team college football playoff and the more I think about it the more I'm kind of liking some of the ideas I'm not totally on board with it again we'll dive into it a little bit later but the basic general idea of this proposal right now is you have a 12 team college football playoff the six highest ranked conference champions are automatically going to be in that leaves six at-large bids out there for a team that's well deserving of a spot to be in the college football playoff as this proposal is molded so like i said you have six highest ranked conference champions automatically getting in and notice that number that's six okay obviously we know in a 14 playoff you have five power conferences one power conference at least is guaranteed to be left out now you're opening up the door you're guaranteeing a spot in your college football playoff for your group of five conference champion that's probably the highest and the the framework allows for two group of five conference champions maybe to get an automatic bid because if you look at last season two of them were ranked higher than your pac-12 champion so uh, i don't know if it's good news for the pac-12 or not but I, I like the idea as far as that's concerned uh getting your six highest ranked conference champions and then your top four seeds from however that's all put together again the highest ranked conference champions aren't necessarily being given a top six seed they're just automatically in the selection committee is still going to figure out who's going to be ranked where. So your top four seeds are going to get a bye week. And then teams five through eight are going to host teams nine through 12. So you've got five versus 12, six versus 11, seven versus nine, and eight versus six. Did I mess it up? I think I messed that up. But you get the idea. So five, 12, six, 11, seven, 10, eight versus nine. Okay. And those top four teams in that pairing are going to get home field advantage. So you've got college football playoff games happening right on campuses for your first round. And then after that, once the teams advance and you bring in your top four seeds, then you're going into neutral sites. Now, 
doesn't necessarily say bowl games, but I think that that's the general idea. Uh, you're going to neutral sites for the remainder of your playoff. And there is probably a way to incorporate the, the bowl structure in some way. You can certainly do it for your semifinals and your national championship game the way that you already do. It's just what do you do with some of those other neutral site games? Do, do you go with a straight neutral game or are you going to use some of the existing bowl games? I'm not really sure which way I would fly on that, but there is your general idea. You got 12 teams, your six highest ranked conference champions are automatically in, and you get the four top seeds, according to the selection committee, getting a bye week, and then you have five through eight hosting nine through 12, and then you go on to neutral sites. So there you go. That's the proposal. That's what's being reviewed. That probably suggests that that's the way it's going to unfold at some point in time. We don't necessarily say this is going to happen at the end of this week. It could take a little bit of time. But that is what is on the table right now. I want to know what you guys think about that. Uh, reach out to us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNitney. Let me know what you think about the 12-team college football playoff model currently being reviewed. But what, the big question you probably have is, how is Penn State going to fit into this? And is this something that's going to benefit the Nittany Lions? I'm going to tell you absolutely yes. And I'll explain why in just a moment. Before I do that, though, I want to remind you guys the best place online to get all the parts you need for your car or truck is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving customers all the auto parts supplies needs for 20 years. How is that possible in this day and age? It's because they make the transaction process as easy and painless as possible. Look, if you're like me, you get a little frustrated, you get a little overwhelmed when you have to buy anything specifically for your car. You don't want to go into the store. You don't want to look through those little catalog cross-reference guides in the middle of the aisle. You don't want to deal with the pushy salesman. RockAuto.com makes it incredibly easy to avoid all of that hassle. All you do is go to RockAuto.com, you enter the make a model of your vehicle, and it brings you up every part available, and they're going to give you the best prices. It doesn't matter if you're a novice like me or a car junkie, whatever the case may be, they're going to take care of you the best way possible. So go to RockAuto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in there, how did you hear about this box, so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we have the 12-team college football playoff model being reviewed, and as I said previous segment, it's very likely that that's probably the way that they're going to end up going when they do decide to expand this thing, and I think it's going to make a lot of sense for them to do it the way that they are, and they can kind of stave off any possibility of having the conversation about further expansion for the college football playoff, at least for the next round of the media rights package that's going to be signed. And it is going to be a hefty, hefty uh, buyout for this contract because it's going to drive up revenue all across the board. And every conference is going to benefit from this. Every school is going to benefit from this. And I think the big question that a lot of Penn State fans have is how would this have impacted Penn State in previous seasons? What can we look forward to as far as Penn State and the possibility of playing in the college football playoff? Well, I don't think it goes without saying that this thing is going to be opening a big door for a school like Penn State. Penn State, I think, is absolutely one of the handful of schools that I think is going to benefit greatly from the increased access to an expanded college football playoff field. So as I said in the previous segment, the current model that's being reviewed is you're going to have 12 teams with six 
highest ranked conference champions automatically getting in and then you have six at large bids after that if you take a look at recent history and we'll throw out 2020 uh just for the sake of it because we all know that penn state's 2020 season was not really worth remembering too much but if you look at the track record that penn state has had uh, really since uh, james franklin got things going the way that they've been going in happy valley and go back to that 2016 season okay 2016 penn state stuns ohio state and gets the inside track to a big 10 championship and and if you take a look at the way that this is being modeled and you take a look at that 2016 season, Penn State would have benefited greatly. Now, I know some people probably still feel like Penn State should have been in that college football playoff in the 2016 season. Obviously, they were not, but they would have been in here this time and they would have had the first round by because if you take a look at the college football playoff rankings at the end of that season and you kind of use that as a guide. Penn State was not just one of the top six ranked conference champions of that year. They were one of the top four conference ranked champions. So they were the number four team. They would have received one of those first round buys while everybody else was playing out. And take a look at the playoff matchings that would have been experienced in 2016. Okay, Penn State gets the bye week uh, along with Alabama and Clemson. And who was the other team? Yeah, that would have been Washington, actually, ironically enough. So the playoff matchings would have had a number five Ohio State hosting a number 12 Oklahoma State. Number six Michigan would have hosted number 11 Florida State. That's a pretty cool matchup. Number seven Oklahoma would have hosted number 10 Colorado in an old Big 12 showdown. And number eight Wisconsin would have hosted number nine USC. Take a look at that, okay? Three Big Ten teams hosting playoff games in December, I would guess it would be, uh, against teams from the Big 12, the ACC, the Pac-12, or two teams from the Pac-12. So that's pretty cool to see, and that's why I'm saying the the Penn State, the Big Ten, they should benefit greatly from this. And that's just one year of examples to take a look at. How about 2017? Okay, Penn State hasn't won a Big Ten championship, but they still would have been in the playoff mix. Now, if you take a look at the 2017 season, kind of look at the end of the year, uh, college football playoff rankings once again as our guiding point. Penn State would have been in. They would have had a rematch with USC. Uh, they would have had to go on the road, though. Penn State would have been the number nine seed. They would have had to travel to Los Angeles to take on number eight USC in that first round matchup. That's probably the marquee matchup here. But take a look at some of the other pairings, okay? Number five, Alabama, would have hosted number 12, UCF. How about that for irony, right? You know USCF fans would have loved that opportunity. But you also would have had number 6 Wisconsin hosting number 11 Washington. Number 7 Auburn would have hosted number 10 Miami. Those are some pretty good matchups, right? And take a look at what would have happened in 2018. Penn State, once again, would have just been in the college football playoff because they would have been the number 12 team. They would have been the last team in. And that would have set them up for a road game at number 5 Notre Dame. That's a pretty cool setting right there in its own, right? But how about number six, Georgia, hosting number 11, LSU? Obviously, a couple of SEC teams going back and forth it would be pretty cool. But you also get number seven, Michigan, hosting number 10, Florida. You get an SEC team traveling up to Big Ten country for a playoff game in December in a stadium like Michigan Stadium. Heck yeah, sign me up for that. You also would have had number eight UCF hosting number nine Washington, which would have been a pretty interesting matchup as well. Uh, would not have been shocked if UCF could have won that matchup. So take a look at what would have happened in 2019. This is the year, of course, Penn State goes to the Cotton Bowl and wins a wildly offensively explosive game against Memphis Tigers. But had they been in a 12-team college football playoff format in 2019, 
Penn State would have still been in the playoff. Uh, they would have been taking on a team in the state of Texas. They would have had to play a road game at number seven, Baylor. Penn State would have been your number 10 seed. And that, to me, looks like a very winnable game, although I'm not going to underestimate Matt Rule, who's still coaching Baylor at this point in time, before he goes on to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and Matt Rule obviously won the last meeting that he had against head-to-head with James Franklin. Uh, I think we all remember that game. I think Christian Hackenberg just got sacked again, just even thinking about that. But I do think that Penn State going on the road to Waco uh, to take on Baylor, very winnable game. Uh, it would have been very interesting to see how that would all play out. But some of the other matchups you would have had in 2019 include number five, Georgia, hosting number 12, Auburn. Another SEC versus SEC. How about another Pac-12 versus Pac-12? Number six, Oregon, hosting number 11, Utah. And then, again, an SEC team going up into Big Ten country with number eight, Wisconsin, hosting number nine, Florida. Now, it would be very curious to see if the playoff field would have tried to avoid any potential rematches from the regular season. Uh, I would imagine... Georgia and Auburn uh, wouldn't mind playing each other again, but that is one of those annual games, I believe. And I think Oregon and Utah, uh, I'm not sure if they played during the regular season. I'd have to go back and take a look at that. But uh, if that was a potential mismatch, I wonder if they would potentially switch Utah and Auburn, uh, your 11 and 12 seeds. Again, the playoff committee can do whatever they want with their rankings, and I would not be shocked if they take a chance to kind of modify the rankings specifically to avoid any potential regular season rematches. Although I do think there is something to be said about having conference teams going up against each other in a playoff format. And it, you know, it probably makes more sense financially to keep teams in their same regions if you can. But hey, Florida going to Wisconsin, Penn State going to Baylor, Penn State going to Notre Dame. Again, Penn State's going on the road in a lot of these games, but it's pretty cool, right? So that's how it would have looked like. Penn State would have been in the playoff very often if we're talking about a 12-team format, just going back to 2016, uh, because that's when Penn State really kind of has reached the kind of mark where they are, the, the level where they are or expected to be going into 2021. And I think if you look forward to 2021, there is a very realistic possibility that Penn State could play themselves into a 12-team playoff format if it were to be in play this year, which it's not going to be. But Again, very challenging record for, or very challenging schedule for Penn State coming up this year, but some very good marquee opportunities. Games against Wisconsin, Iowa, Auburn, Michigan, Indiana, and of course, Ohio State. It would be very difficult to get into the top 12 with the kind of schedule that Penn State is facing this year, but it is entirely possible that Penn State would be a playoff team if we're talking about a 12-team format far more often than not. All you got to do is get into the top 12, I think that is a very realistic expectation for where Penn State is as a program overall. Again, throw away the 2020 season. I think it's a fluke. We'll find out this upcoming fall if it was a fluke. But I think Penn State is absolutely one of those teams that is in prime position to take advantage of an expanded playoff field to 12 teams. And if you're looking for something that you can take advantage of, I highly advise you to check out Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to save 15% off your next order on the best tasting protein bars out there. I'm telling you, these protein bars taste just like chocolate bars, and they come in a variety of flavors that has something to please a little bit of everybody out there. They've got cherry, they've got coconut almond, they've got one of my personal favorites, the peanut butter brownie. There's also the mint brownie, and you're hearing some of these flavors, and you're thinking, how can these possibly be healthy for you? 
I'm telling you they are because most of the flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories. You can fit them into whatever diet you're going through. If you're on a keto diet, throw in a built bar. If you're looking to lose or maintain weight, throw in a built bar. You just need something that's going to help you feel full until you get to lunch breaks or before the gym, whatever the case may be. Built Bar is there for you. So all you have to do is go to their website, BuiltBar.com. Check out all the different options they have available for you. And then don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We may still be a little under 12 weeks away from the start of the Penn State football season, but this is still a very busy time on that sports calendar because you've got the NBA playoffs, you've got the Stanley Cup, you've got baseball regular season, and right now you've got the Euro tournament going on across the pond, right? Well, that means that right now is a great time to stay connected with Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action I just mentioned and a whole lot more. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and even UFC and MMA action, right from BetOnline. Head to the website right now on your mobile device or on your laptop or your desktop. That's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So the 12-team college football playoff format is out there. It's being reviewed. There's lots of opinions going around. And I said earlier that the more I look at it and the more I read about it, the more I sort of like the direction that it is heading. If that is what is going to be the next iteration of the college football playoff, I'm all in. I do have a couple of concerns, though. I don't think it's a perfect situation for an expanded college football playoff. And I'll say once again, I don't think there is a perfect solution to a college football playoff. I don't know even my best idea of what the college football playoff should be when it is expanded. I'm not even saying that that is perfect, but I do think there are so many positives that can be coming from an expanded college football playoff. I've always been in favor of the 18 playoff. The way I've always mapped it out is I would have eight teams. I would have every power conference champion get an automatic spot in. I would have reserve one spot for your highest ranked group of five conference champion. And then I would have a couple of at-large bids still out there for some teams that have had excellent seasons but didn't quite bring home a conference championship. So they can still be included because they are still considered one of the best teams in college football. I have always felt that the argument that that takes away from the regular season is completely null and void because you're actually adding incentives for everybody out there, including every conference, and you're adding value to every conference championship game, and you're including value to every regular season game along the way just to get to the conference championship. So I think it brings in more viewers. I think it's much more beneficial to have more awareness and more intrigue from coast to coast. I think it would be a really big winner for the Pac-12 and the Mountain West Conference. I think a lot more people would be interested in what's going on in those games if you know that there's a little bit of a connection or a way to get into a college football playoff. This 12-team format does address that. I I think it really does drive home the idea that every game is going to be more meaningful, not less meaningful. But I think when you expand it as far as you are with these uh, large number of at-large bids, it does kind of take away a little bit from the value of regular season play. But I still think the positives outweigh the negatives as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, do I like this 12-team format? Yes, I do. Is it the way I would go? No, it is not. But again, I'm okay with it. 
the more I look at it, the more I think about it, the more I'm on board with it. I don't like the idea that after your first round games with your five through 12 teams are played on campus that you then immediately go to neutral site games. That's one thing I would change with this current format. And I would not be surprised if there's some discussion about that because I don't think you want to have neutral site games for your quarterfinals, basically, right? I think college football is best served and best advertised when it is playing in a true college football environment. You can still have those neutral site games. You can still have those bowl games, those big bowl matchups and atmospheres for your semifinals and your national championship game the way you currently do. But I feel like you'll lose something if you take an opportunity for Alabama to host a college football playoff game as a top four seed and then you're transplanting that to Orlando for lack of a better idea off the top of my head, I think you'll lose something. I think college football is much better marketed and much more enjoyable when you are selling the true, authentic college football experience. You're not going to get that with more neutral site games. That's one thing that I, I am kind of perplexed about. Why would they do that? I think it's probably to keep more bowl games involved. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But they haven't necessarily specifically said that. So if there's one change I would make to this 12-team format, that would be it. Yeah, I would still have those 5 through 12 games being played on campus. But then I would also have a home game for those number four seeds. Because you know what? They deserve it. You know, you go through the season, you've earned the opportunity to host a playoff game. And so what if it's a mismatch? You're getting a home playoff game. And I think a home playoff game at Alabama, at Oklahoma, at Notre Dame, at Ohio State, that would be far more fun to watch on TV compared to a neutral site game between two teams that could very well be a mismatch. That's what I think. I, I'm all on board with the 12-team playoff pretty much. It's not necessarily the perfect idea. It's not where I would necessarily go, but I like the direction that it is heading. I want to hear from you guys. Reach out to us on our Twitter account, Locked On Nittany, and let me know what you think about the 12-team college football playoff proposal that is out there right now. And of course, that's what I had to say. I know if you've been checking out the Locked On Today podcast with the great host Peter Bukowski over there, they're talking college football playoff expansion as well. And you want to make sure you start every day with the Locked On Today podcast. You get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with that Locked On Today podcast. Make sure you're following it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. While you're at it, make sure you're following Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Bets, and of course, Locked On Nittany Lions. So many ways to keep you entertained and informed on the Locked On Podcast Network, and the Odyssey app is going to deliver it all to you. Of course, if you're following us on any of the other podcasting apps, we hope that you leave a five-star rating and review. Let us know what you think about this podcast, this episode, and what you want to see from us moving forward. Five-star Friday is coming up this week, so if you leave a five-star review, we're going to shout you out on Friday's episode. It's our way of giving our appreciation to you guys for supporting the podcast, being with us through many changes over the years, and of course, going through whatever is left of this offseason, getting you set for the 2021 season. So follow us on Odyssey app. Follow us on all your favorite podcasting apps. Make sure you're checking us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, all using the username LockedOnNittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. You can check me out over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and of course over on AthlonSports.com. I've got a Patreon, Patreon.com slash KevinMcGuire, if you want to check that out as well. Until next time, everybody, have a great day. Make sure you check out the Locked On Auburn podcast. I hear they got a pretty cool guest coming up. Uh, you might want to check it out. 
And until next time, everybody, I'll talk to you then.